Michelle is a musician with albums released as Everyone Except Me and artist behind the post-apocalyptic webcomic Stray Cats. She's kind, a bit shy, and furiously creative. Henrik is a filmmaker with over two dozen films and TV shows as producer, director, and occasionally host. He also released a couple of music albums. He's bombastic, larger than life, and tenacious almost to a fault. Together, they've been best friends for a decade. This show is awkward. So, Michelle, mm-hmm. <laughs> you look so scared. I mean, you always look scared, but I mean, in particular, <laughs> I'm sorry I scare you. But I mean, it's October and everyone is entitled to one good scare. Yeah, one. <laughs> so, I had uh, an eventful last few days. Yeah. I bought a new television. Oh. Which was very exciting because um, I didn't have to get a new television, <laughs> but I really wanted a new television. And right now they're cheap. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, they usually are cheaper at Christmas time, but, mm-hmm. you know, I am kind of worried that there won't be more TVs. Ever. Uh, yeah. Mm, ever. Yeah. But uh, so I, it was a big deal for me. I went to I went out and I bought a Samsung 65 inch TV to replace my, uh, off brand 65 inch TV. Mm-hmm. It was a very big deal because I've never, and I don't think my mother, uh, growing up or anything, we never had name brand televisions, never had like the name brand electronics. So it was a really big deal. Uh, I know it sounds stupid to many, but I was like, Oh my God, I have a Samsung TV. I don't have a, uh, you know, a, uh, Vizio. I, I actually got to do that. And the worst part is those Vizios and stuff are not that bad. They're really yeah. pretty good. Yeah. But there was just something about and and it's been crazy because getting the TV set up, it feels like having like what I assume having a Ferrari feels like. Like you're just like, whoa, it just like I plugged in my Blu-ray player and I was like, all right, got to get my Blu-ray remote. And it was like and then like a little screen came up that said like uh, control of Blu-ray player now granted. And I was like, what? And then the TV <laughs> remote just controls my Blu-ray player now. Like it's really cool. It did almost everything for me. And then the stuff it couldn't do for me, it guided me through. Like it was like it was like, do you have a you have a sound bar plugged in? And I'm like. Yes, because it sensed, I guess, that I had it plugged in. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, would you like to control it with your remote? And I'm like, yes. And then it's like, what's the brand? And I'm like, Vizio. And then it's like, (laughs) and then it literally was like, press up on your volume, on your volume control. Did it affect your, uh, your soundbar? No. Press up. Does it affect your soundbar? No. Press up. Does it affect your soundbar? Yes. (laughs) And then it just, that's it. It, Like, that's how it programmed things. It would just have you do it over and over until it controlled it. So it controls Mm -hmm. my Roku. It controls my my 4K Blu-ray player. It it won't control my PS4, but I think there's a way to fix that. Um, But I haven't had time Mm -hmm. uh, to mess with that. But, (sighs) Michelle, this is what a nerd I am. So the reason I wanted a new 4K TV and my old 4K TV wasn't good enough for me. Well, part part of it was that I, I made some money I wasn't expecting. So I wanted to do a little something nice for me. The other part was my buddy Dave wanted to upgrade to 4K really, really badly. So he bought my old TV off me, which helped kind of offset the cost of a new one. Mm-hmm. But I wanted high dynamic range, like the HDR and the Dolby Atmos crap and all. I, 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 I'm, a, I'm a whore for that. So I wanted that like really, really badly. So I'm, I'm testing out and breaking in the TV with these brand new Halloween 4Ks because Halloween 1 through 5 came out on 4K DVD or Blu-ray, 4K right. DVD, 4K Blu-ray. And I was like really excited to, to test it out because uh, it is like, wow, uh, the difference between regular 4K and HDR is pretty, is pretty noticeable. Mm-hmm. So I was like, whoa. 
But I noticed the TV was doing something kind of funny. Bless you. Oh, thank you. You're um, <laughs> But uh, I noticed the TV doing something kind of funny. It was kind of like when there were dark scenes, it would like fade a little bit. Like it was doing some stuff. And apparently a lot of people out their big complaint with these newer TVs is that they have like settings that just kind of auto do stuff mm-hmm. and they kind of aren't what you're used to. You're not used to like a television changing settings while you're watching it. Huh. You know, it's a little yeah. annoying. Yeah. So I fixed everything I could, made it so much better. And then I could, I hit a brick wall. I couldn't fix it where when something is purely dark, it does something different. Mm-hmm. It, it fades in a way that kind of distracts me. And I know that this is not a big deal and that most people just get over it, but I could not. And that's why, Michelle, I am proud to tell you that right before we came on here today, I, <laughs> I was like, how do I fix this? I will fix this. So I had to go out and buy a Samsung remote because the remote that you get is like a little, um, you know, Bluetooth remote and it's like this big and it has like six buttons on it. Mm-hmm. I had to go buy a classic traditional Samsung remote that has like all of the buttons because I needed number buttons and the mute button. And I accessed, <laughs> I accessed the manufacturer control of the television. Cool. I opened up the manufacturer thing with like debug mode and all mm-hmm. that shit. And then I unlocked the deeper preferences. Mm-hmm. And then I went in and found this thing called like uh, light modulation dimming or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I set all of the values to 100 and because they, they have like a amount they can go up and down to. So I set all the values to 100 and now it doesn't freaking do that anymore. <laughs> good yay (laughs) it's a power saving thing so of course i'm like i'm like just racking up my electricity bill but then again how bad can it be my old tv didn't have it at all yeah and i never noticed the electric bill on my old tv so i mean they're these are led well this is q led i don't know what that means quantum led i don't know still don't know what that means yeah why would you uh it's just a a specific type of led that's extra extra bright there if you want the best human the best picture quality humanly possible you want to get what's called oled which is organic led technology that's what they call it what is it made out of it's made out of leds and organic um but the reason that these are so special and insanely expensive i couldn't afford an oled is because when they go to black, uh, the uh, pixels are literally the size of the LED diodes. So each pixel has its own lighting source. Okay. Which is hard to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And then when it's black, it just shuts off. Yeah. So the blacks are literally entirely black. Like That's really cool. There's no like mild. Because I debated getting an OLED TV, but I was like, I don't really want to spend like $2,000. That's too much. Mm-hmm. Even though I was very excited, I wasn't that excited. It's pretty exciting. <laughs> but so I got the QLED because it's very, very bright. So I know that this is not that exciting to you, but it was very exciting for me. I, I think it's exciting, uh-huh. but I like one OLED because I want the black to go off and be actual black now. <laughs> Well, the good news is smaller OLED TVs are cheaper. The The big problem with OLED is that it doesn't scale very well. 
So when it gets really big, it gets really expensive as opposed to like regular LED and QLED where it barely adds to the price when they get bigger. That's why they just the price difference is a few hundred dollars when you go from like a 55 inch to a 65 inch, mm-hmm. which is pretty good. I mean, really not bad at all. It was funny when I was at the store, I was because I bought it in a store because uh, I'm old school and uh, well, I wanted to look at what they had. I wanted to be able to leave with it. And the store I bought it at was offering um, a totally free three-year warranty. So it was the same price as Amazon, but with an all-state three-year warranty guaranteed. Okay. So I was like, well, that's, that's worth three, you know, that's worth uh, the trip. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, but now I, now I want to know what OLED is made out of. Yeah. Because you made me wonder if it was made out of humans. I hope so. (laughs) Or, Or snails. Oh God. Um. Okay, OLED is an organic light-emitting diode um, in which the emissive electroluminescent layer is a film of organic compound that emits light in response to an electric current. Uh, Okay, uh, let's see. What does that mean? Yeah, look for what is the organic compound in OLED. A typical OLED is composed of a layer of organic material situated between two electrodes. Uh, uh, these materials have condu- conductivity levels ranging from insulators to conductors and are therefore considered organic semiconductors. I am trying to find out, Michelle. I don't understand. I'm very confused. Um, it, it seems like this is like we're talking like incredibly small, like almost atomic level. But I assume it's something really bad because they're not explaining. <laughs> um, let's see if I click if I click on uh, organic compound. In chemistry, organic compounds are generally any chemical compound that contains carbon hydrogen bonds. Due to carbon's ability to catenate, caternate, I don't know science, millions of organic compounds are known. The study of the properties, reactions, and synthesis of organic compounds comprise the discipline known as organic chemistry. So um, really just has to be a carbon hydrogen bond. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a piece of a living thing. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to later, I'm going to find out because it's <laughs> bothering me. Like, I'm going to have to call bullshit. They're making these out of people. Yeah. Well, and if you think about it, I mean, old TVs were lit- were made out of plasma, which is, a, you know, one of the weird elusive elements in, in uh, on Earth. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely an interesting... Uh, definitely interesting how uh tvs are made yeah what is the organic compound in oled tvs yes an organic see it's just the same stuff oh here we go somebody asked i know there are organic compounds that exhibit electroluminescence and are those types of materials difficult to synthesize uh oh there's so it's synthetic synthesized is what they're saying According to this. According to some guy. According to (laughs) chemistry.stackexchange.com. Okay, Quora. People are answering on Quora. That never leads us wrong. Let's see what Quora says. It's almost as good as Yahoo Answers. Remember that? Uh, Let's talk about OLED as you asked. What is is these organic lights? Oh, he's not a native English speaker. That's why. These lights get lit up on the basis of organic compounds and their reactions to emit light. These OLEDs uh, have compounds present in them, which are under the necessary conversion or reactions. These compounds are 
polyfluorine, uh, trihydroquinolinato aluminum, and triphenylamylene. Triphenylamylene. I'm saying it the best I can. So okay. that's what they're made out of. Okay. So people. So so human remains. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm. S- <laughs> well, thanks for for pushing us down that road, Michelle. You just had to know. You just can't yeah. leave well enough alone. It's important. If you say so. You need to know what's in the TV if you're going to have it. Well, uh, I am at this juncture positive that I would be like Sarah Connor level uh, fighting against the machines if Skynet took over and it became like Terminator after the way I took care of that television. Yeah. I was, I was just like, sorry, TV, you're terminated. And I went out and got the remote. <laughs> I went and did all, I did all the research like crazy. Um, and I won. Yeah. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. Ah, it's good to be the king. So, anyway. <laughs> but so, Michelle, you've had a pretty eventful week. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? Um, You're like, no. I don't know. Goodbye, everybody. It's... Yeah, bye. <laughs> no, but you've had a lot go on, and I don't want to volunteer it. I want to make sure that uh, the stuff you want to share is what is shared. Oh, um, I don't know. Mob Psycho 100 has <laughs> a new season coming out. <laughs> I mean, that is good. Yeah. I don't think that's what we were talking about, though. I mean, that's part of the week. <laughs> Um, uh, I probably got a job, I guess. Maybe. A job in home inspecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how did you come about that? Um, the, the school that I trained at first and teacher, um, <laughs> <laughs> he just emailed uh, some of his former students or all of them. We'll just say all of them. And you don't know that he emailed all of them. Okay, but he did. And <laughs> and asked if and asked if anybody like he said he's like looking to hire people and does anybody like want a job? I guess. You're sure he didn't only ask you because you showed so much promise? No, because the email went to 10 people. So, he asked at least 10 people. That's not that bad. I don't know how many people he has. It sounds like he asked 10 people. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. But I could be wrong. Is your window open? Yes. What is the weather out there? It's like 70. It's going to be like 75 today. It's actually, it's going to be that too, but it's been way colder so far than they said it would be. Oh, it's like really nice out. It's already in the 70s. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Last I checked, it was still like 64. Oh. outside which isn't terrible but it's a little on the chilly side mm-hmm. yeah so uh so you're you're gonna be working for this uh this home inspecting company yeah and that's pretty exciting though like you you didn't even like get that far before you already had a job that's got to feel good i guess yeah it's just weird i don't I, I don't have any sort of history of people being like, oh, hey, Michelle, do you want a job? And then actually giving me a job. I have a history <laughs> of people saying like, maybe, and then not ever getting back to me well, yeah. sometimes, but then also not, not ever really happening anyway. And then me having to fight for jobs that I don't actually want. So 
I don't really know how to feel about this. Like I already have like an email address. That's pretty stuff. cool. So yeah. are you are you just putting your your own shop on hold then? Yeah, because it'd be the same area. So we'll yeah. see. Um, we'll see how this goes. Basically, sure. Um, well, and it's a great. It's a phenomenal way to gain experience, mm-hmm. so that you can. Uh, you know, build up your resume and your, and your knowledge and while under the tutelage of somebody more experienced, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think this all sounds good. Yeah, I hope so. I just don't want to let anybody down and it's much easier when you work for yourself to only let yourself down and your clients. I don't also want to let a whole company down. I mean... <laughs> That's an interesting way to look at it, I guess. And I mean, the good news is that I'm I'm going to be doing inspections in PA near me. Right. Um, and he doesn't have any other PA inspectors. So if I let him down, it's okay because it's just the PA people and he doesn't ever have to do work out here <laughs> again. I, I, I mean, okay, fair. See, but you just made it sound like the stakes were so high to, to say the stakes are incredibly low. But I'm going to guess that you're still worried the stakes are incredibly high. Of course. I mean, it would be very upsetting. I'm sure he wouldn't appreciate if I if I let him down because he's paying for a lot of stuff for me. So, I mean, fair enough, I think. Right. (laughs) I I, I love you, Michelle, but man, you're weird. I I mean, how else are you supposed to feel about? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe uh, good positive i mean it's not that i don't feel i'm just confused really because like i i don't i i mean besides that when i really wanted to work at hot topic when i was like 17 (laughs) wait 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 why did 17 year old michelle really want to work at hot topic or 18 year old michelle i don't know 18 18, because it was was cool was that where you got your spike bracelets yeah yeah, I thought it was really cool. You wore spiked bracelets? Yeah. Oh my god. That's so well, funny. Well actually I didn't, but I did wear leather bracelets. Oh yeah, that's not that's not as sad, but it's still pretty Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> oh Michelle. So so no, so this is the first time since Hot Topic that you like wanted a job? Yeah, pretty much. Or but but it's the only time that I've been like, oh, actually something I'd like to do because yeah. the hot topic was like, cool, a store I can work at that won't be terrible, but I'm still doing customer service and I'm really, <laughs> really scared of everyone. Um, but luckily, you only did it for like six or seven years, right? Eight. Eight years. <laughs> so thank goodness. you. I mean, luckily, you didn't put up with that too long. Yeah. You know? yeah. You're like, oh, I can't possibly do this uh, eight years later. All right. I got to get out of here. but that's exciting though like to have a job you're more interested in i thought it was a great idea i mean from the beginning Mm -hmm. when you said you wanted to learn how to be a home inspector because you've always been bizarrely obsessed with houses Mm -hmm. it's really weird actually like how obsessed with houses you are it's normal is it i don't know (laughs) i i'm not i'm not here to judge i'm just judging you um, but that's not why I'm here. It's just a bonus. Yeah. So that I'll judge yeah. you while I'm here. No, but I've always thought it was interesting because you'll send me like Zillow links and stuff and I'll be like, why are you looking at houses? Because <laughs> it's so much fun. Because <laughs> it makes you feel houses. alive. <laughs> it's I mean, nice to see. Sorry. No, no, please, please. It's, it's nice, nice to, to see, see where people live. 
Okay. And, yeah, it's it's weird. It's... There was this show on uh, Showtime I used to watch called Dead Like Me. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the characters, she her favorite day of the year was Halloween because all she did on Halloween, I mean, she got candy, but she loved going trick-or-treating because she could look into people's houses. And that was like the entire motivation That's for going trick-or-treating cool. was she wanted to look into people's houses and see how they live. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's I, I like understand. you. Yeah. I like that, when when it's like kind of this time of the year and the, th- the sun's going down earlier. So maybe like maybe a month or so out still. And like if you walk around in the kind of early evenings, people haven't pulled their shades down yet. You can see everybody's lives. I don't like stare into people's houses. You I just don't. Have, I just sounds like you're admitting to pass you do. by it houses sounds, this, and then I see what's in. <laughs> this sounds like an admission. Of something a little weird. No, I just like to see what's in other people's houses. Okay. Okay. Is that why you like the nighttime? Because then their lights are on inside so you can see right inside as long as their blinds are open? I think that's just what I said. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> You're like, ah, yes, yes. Uh, well, that is, you made it way weirder than I was making it. So good work. Good work. Yay. <laughs> so... Now, obviously, you need to go trick-or-treating this year because no. then you can look into people's houses. I never really did that trick-or-treating, though, you know, because all you can see is like a hallway. It's just not that interesting. It depends also, on the design. I mean, if it's an open floor plan, but mm, pro- probably I guess, isn't. I guess it's just, you know, where I grew up, all of the houses had like a similar kind of layout. Yeah. I mean, that's the way it, it was with some of the places I grew up. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like it wasn't exciting to look in people's front room. Well, we used to drive out to the rich part of town where my uncle lived. Mm-hmm. So he would, his house would be like our home base and we would go trick or treating in, in his neighborhood because our neighborhood, nice. you couldn't really trick or treat per se. It wasn't very nice. Um, mm-hmm. Well, it was all apartments too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's just like, how do you trick or treat like apartment buildings? Oh, you just go to the, all the, the apartments. Yeah, right. the, I think the problem my mom had was it was hard to tell which ones were were okay, because it's mm-hmm. not like they have porch lights and stuff. Yeah. So, and mom wanted me to have the experience of like running around, being outside with lots of other kids. Mm-hmm. So, and the candy's better in the richer area. Yeah. So, but my neighborhood now is jamming with trick or treaters because they're, but they're really young. So it's very easy to make them cry with my very scary costumes, which is always a bonus. So I still haven't decided what I'm going to be this year. So I'm I'm struggling with that. I'm sorry. I think like the last three years I've had the same problem where I just like struggle. I have no clue what I want to be for Halloween. Yeah, I don't have that problem. Oh yeah. What are you going to be? Nothing. But that doesn't count. You can't say I don't have that problem because you just decide no. That doesn't yeah. work that way. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Well, yeah, but I guess you, you, you see in nomenclature, you literally mean you don't have that problem as in there's no, you don't have that problem to need a solution. Exactly. Not, not that you just solve that problem easily. No, there's just not a problem at all because <laughs> there's not a question. Because it's wear a costume it's so much fun no it's not not anymore not after hot topic <laughs> well what when did you stop trick-or-treating how old were you i don't know ballpark like mid-teens because i have a younger brother and sister so oh yeah so you had to trick-or-treat with them probably yeah <laughs> well because I, I think the last time i trick-or-treated was when i was 14 
And then I went to handing out candy mm-hmm. when I was like 15, 16, 17, which I liked. I like handing out candy a lot. Me too. It's super fun. And last year was crazy. So I'm hoping this year will be as crazy with just lots of trick-or-treaters. I also have like four times as much candy this year. Oh. Literally. Like I last every year I'd buy a lot of candy, but then I'm always really excited to give a lot of it out uh, mm-hmm. because I don't want a whole like unopened bag of mini candy bars left over. I don't need that in my life. Yeah. I have enough problems. So, so yeah, I, I don't, uh, I don't want to keep anything. So I give out handfuls, but then it always seems like the second I start throwing out the handfuls is the moment I realize like I'm getting low on candy and then I have to reduce to giving out like two pieces. Mm-hmm. So this year I've got just an ungodly amount of candy. And if I run out, then it is, it is the Lord's will because I have so very much candy to give out. Yay. So um, I literally like those giant bags that are like 74 or 96 piece candy bags. Mm-hmm. I bought four of them. Wow. That's a ton of candy. They're really heavy. I don't know where to store them. So they're just sitting on the table in my dining room, like taking up the whole table. That's that's actually where you're supposed to keep them. So <laughs> okay, good. That's I'm glad. where we used to keep them on the dining room table. Yeah. So. Aww. Did you guys sneak Halloween candy out of the bags? No, not allowed to. I mean, I, I <laughs> we were allowed to, but I don't do that. You don't do that. No. You got so amped on that. No, not allowed to. What candy are you handing out? Strictly Smarties or? Um... Uh, I didn't buy any candy yet. I don't well, know. Uh, well, that doesn't mean you don't know what kind you're going to buy. I actually don't know what kind Oh, you I'm like to buy. go with what's there? No, I like, because I, I like things that other people don't like. Like, I like dots. And like that I love mix. Zots, yeah. So like I kind of want to get that, but I like don't know that that like children want like <laughs> lollipops and then like little Tootsie Rolls, even though I like them. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I actually like the candy people used to complain about. You know, what I really love were those those weird like ta- taffies that were like just wrapped in black or orange paper. Yeah, I liked those when I was a kid. I can't even find those now. I'm not even wait. I'm not sure what you mean. They were just little candies wrapped in like colored paper like either orange or black and it was like a kind of taffy or a toffee or something inside huh it was considered one of the ultimate cheap halloween candies like i mean there are like those little tootsie rolls that are flavored they weren't tootsie rolls oh they were like they were like big uh uh circular not not uh not like a tube okay but they, I loved those. I, I always did. And I can't find them anywhere. They were always, I, cause I think they were just like caramel, like kind mm-hmm. of like a caramel or a toffee kind of ness. So I loved those. And I loved those candies that were like in the wrapper that looks like a strawberry. Yeah. I like, I liked those candies too. Me too. I miss that. It was good. I should probably also mention that the best trick or treating of my life was when we moved to this area where I live now, mm-hmm. when I was a uh, nine or 10 years old. So then I got like the last few years of trick or treating were just bossa nova because this neighborhood, if you couldn't tell by the descriptions I just gave you, was full. I mean, brimming with little old ladies. I mean, so many little old ladies handing out like Werther's originals and stuff. Oh, like, lucky. Oh, dude, I have I told you about how maggoty this neighborhood was with little old ladies when I was a kid? I don't th- I don't oh my so. god, dude! So across the street there was a little old lady named Ruby. Cause that's one of the little old lady la- names you're allowed to have. Mm-hmm. 
And Ruby was so nice. She used to like water her grass and she would like wave to me. And she had a little terrier, a white terrier named Buster. And I used to, uh, if I saw her out, I would go, I would cross the street and I would just go into her yard and start playing with Buster. And, uh, and she started inviting me in for sodas. And I used to, I used to just knock on her door and be like, uh, and, and, and just hang out with her. Oh, cool. I, I think that that came from my Aunt Betty because that's what I used to do with my Aunt Betty. Okay. Two was, you yeah. know, I would just show up and have a soda. So mm-hmm. I used to do that to two of the little old ladies in my neighborhood. I used to just show up at their house. They probably really, really appreciated that. That's what my mother said when she found out that I was, I mean, she knew, <laughs> she knew Ruby because she mm-hmm. lived across the street and my mom was always very friendly with the neighbors. Again, mm-hmm. and they're easy to be friendly with them. They were all, literally all of them were little, little old ladies, mm-hmm. all of them. Uh, cause there was one little old lady, I don't remember her name, but she was like four houses down. And I used to, I used to just wave to her when I would, when I would go by and stuff like, uh, Aww. but, but Ruby, I used to like hang out in her house and wow. then Doris lived next door mm-hmm. and Doris, of course, that's another little lady name. Uh, I used to hang out at Doris's all the time and she used to pay me to mow her lawn. Wow. And and uh, so I used to mow her lawn and my mom used to always joke because I was so bad at mowing lawns. My mom would always be like, you know, you don't do a very good job. I think she just likes the part where you sit and talk with her for a couple hours afterward. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I would do that without her having me mow the lawn. Like <laughs> she literally was. I mean, like, you know, her our backyards touched like we mm-hmm. were. That was a direct next door neighbor. Mm-hmm. So I used to hang out with Doris a lot until she got um, sick and and then she had to go to a nursing home. So but her granddaughter, I hand out candy to her granddaughter's children now because because her granddaughter ended up buying a house um a block over and like seven houses down she lives like i I see her house all the time um it was easy to figure out which house was hers because her husband owns a landscaping company with Mm -hmm. so this big landscaping truck with her last name is on the side of it and i'm like huh think that's where they live um but i always send i send her every halloween i always send her a little facebook message and i say like I'm start. I'm opening shop at six o'clock. If you guys want the good stuff, come early. Uh, <laughs> and she gives me a heads up, like if the kids are good to scare or not. Like, yeah, usually it's just yes. It's like please scare my children, and I'm like, of course I'm going to scare your children. <laughs> so I, I, so to give you a concept of what I do on Halloween, first of all, costume is super important. I always the reason I struggle with what I'm going to be is I want to be scary. Uh, to myself and to others. So mm-hmm. that's gotten hard without repeating myself. That's what it really comes down to. Like I've been the killer from tourist trap, which was a movie that scared the crap out of me. I've been Leatherface from Texas chainsaw massacre. I've been, um, the screen killer Ghostface Cause that movie scared the crap out of me when I was a really young kid. Uh, I've been, I've been, yeah, I've been the scream killer. I was, uh, I was one of the bad guys, just one of the random scary purgers from the movie, the purge. Mm-hmm. Cause that movie scares me. Um, I've just like made myself a weird, creepy ghoul zombie. Uh, last year I was Dr. Giggles, which actually that movie scared me pretty bad when I was a kid, but it was also just, I was trying to like come up with a cool costume that I could wear the mask and mm-hmm. it fit. So mm-hmm. I, I was Dr. Giggles. So I was wearing scrubs and everything with the mask and I put blood on the mask and stuff. That's really cool. <laughs> but so I wear something creepy, but that's just number one. Number two is I put a Bluetooth speaker in my front porch in the bush and it plays scary sounds on repeat so that, you know, the kids will be terrified, you know, as they come up. My house is lit up with Halloween lights that are blinking and flashing and all this stuff. 
But then the key is I put a colored light in my window, like just shining against the blinds that are open, but mm-hmm. like not up. And, and I put a really bright colored light in my doorway and I put a fog machine there that is set to spray about a second of fog every three minutes. So there's always like lots of fog. And when it gets cold, when you open the door, all the fog rushes out mm-hmm. to get into the cold air. So every time I open the door to hand the kids the candy, all this fog rushes all around them. And now here's a side effect that I was not prepared for. Like I didn't expect. And they get terrorized by the sound of baying hounds because Henwolf and Chicano are in their crates barking Mm -hmm. every time kids walk up. But it actually adds to the ambience. They get scared because they hear like all these dog barks and then Mm -hmm. they see that. And then I open and if I look out the window and if the kids look old enough, I open the door really sudden and go, hey, what do you want? And, And like... They all like scream and stuff. The best is when they're afraid to get the, like when their parents have to come and get the candy from you for Aww. them. That's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, they ever tell you about the time. So one year I did myself up like a ghoul. I was like really gross. I just used makeup I had in the house. Mm-hmm. When you're a filmmaker, you have a lot more makeup in the house than other people. So I had like, <laughs> I had like white makeup, black makeup, green makeup, a few other things. So I did my face white with dark circles around my eyes. And then I did this, this uh, green makeup as like goop on the corners of my mouth and eyes. Like it was coming out of my, mm-hmm. my pores. And, <laughs> and I sat on a chair in my driveway with the bowl of candy on my lap and I wore gloves and a long coat. So all you could see of me was my face, but it was painted with makeup Mm -hmm. and I just sat there not moving, um, pretending to be like a decoration maybe. But the best thing about doing that was not scaring the kids because most kids suspected immediately. They're like, this is a guy. This isn't a a thing. But the best was this lady brought her, her little son who had to have been four or five and he was dressed as a ninja. Mm-hmm. And as we walk up, the kid's like, ah, that thing's scary. And the mom is literally just like, oh, come on. That's just a, that's just a statue. And I can hear in her voice. She's lying to this child. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a statue. Go on, get your candy so we can go. And he's like, but it's scary. She's like, it's just, it's not real. Just get your candy so we can get moving. So mm-hmm. the kid walks up and when he grabs the candy, I, the best part is when they get that close to you to like get the candy out of the bowl, you don't have to scream or anything. Mm-hmm. You can just go, hello. And they'll go. Ah! So I went, hello. And the kid screamed and jumps back. And then I'm like, please take your candy, which is the, the law though. Is that like, if I scare them good, mm-hmm. I have to be like, wait, 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 it's okay. Get your candy. Like that's mm-hmm. the, that's the game that we're playing that you didn't know. <laughs> uh, but you're on my property now. But so, <laughs> but the best part was as we were walking away, she was like, she was like, some ninja you are, you ain't tough. Like, <laughs> It was the best. It was the best ever. That poor kid. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. And he was in a ninja costume, so I don't know if he's ever come back to my house or not because mm-hmm. I couldn't. Yeah. I can't recognize him. But uh, I think he probably has because mm-hmm. uh, this neighborhood is just like getting. There are so many kids now. Um, uh, somebody just moved in three blocks over on my street. Or not three blocks, three or four houses over. Mm-hmm. And they have like four kids. Ooh. And But now there's like nine kids always hanging out outside their house because they all made friends in the neighborhood. And they're all right. ha- like, and that's like right in my eyesight. So now I'm like, wow, there's a lot of kids around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't wait for Halloween. Like, <laughs> so 
The only thing I'm sad about is we got rid of that tree two years ago, and my because I, I wanted to start hanging like a, a dummy from it. Yeah, but I also was like, I don't know about hanging like having effigies hanging by nooses on tree. <laughs> like, I I just worry it might send a message that makes somebody un, uneasy. In particular, the one black neighbor across the street. Yeah, I mean, it, you just have to hang things from trees that aren't people. Yeah. <laughs> like spiders okay well that's yeah that's different I, I but i think it's creepier if it was like a noose hanging a person <laughs> that's what yes. i was talking about I, that's what i meant when i said hanging like uh, a no dummy. i know but... okay <laughs> that's scary but it's like yeah maybe that's too scary yeah maybe that's not the right kind of scary <laughs> so um uh i guess you could put a sign like on the on the the hung guy and like just a sign that says like definitely a white guy Mm-hmm. like on yeah. it that way it's like oh whoop. it's fine okay okay they're just they're just killing people for no rhyme or reason thank god I was afraid this is going to be some kind of a prejudice kind of thing mm-hmm. so but no so that's basically how i handle halloween and 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 while i'm waiting for the trick-or-treaters i just put on a scary movie that i like that takes place on halloween night mm-hmm. usually it's the last few years it's either been trick-or-treat which you haven't seen trick-or-treat have you i don't think so it's really very good uh, trick or treat. It's trick or treat. That's because there's a trick or treat movie. So you have to say trick or treat so mm-hmm. that you don't, you know, trick or treat, which is a great one or murder party, which I know I sent you that because mm-hmm. that's that movie that makes fun of the New York art scene. Like, yes. Super yeah. duper hard. I was like, you're going to love this Michelle. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, or John Carpenter's Halloween, the original Halloween. Those are the movies I tend to put on. Although last year I put on Halloween 2018, the most, the, well, prior most recent one mm-hmm. after Halloween kills, which it's been incredibly divisive on the internet. So I'm just gonna say, I really loved Halloween kills. I've seen it twice in the theater already and I PayPal'd Michelle to watch it. So you did. Yep. When are you going to watch it? One of these days. Yeah. Yeah. You better watch it. Totally. <laughs> you better watch it, Michelle. Mm-hmm. So what do you do uh, for the trick or treaters? We just, like they come to the door and then I just give them some candy. <laughs> like, you don't you don't do anything creepy or spooky? No, I mean I have my house decorated. Yeah. I don't do lights just because I I don't know, I don't have any for Halloween. Well and and <coughs> excuse me. Um I'm super comfortable with like putting up floods and stuff because mm-hmm. I'm part of my job is, you know, lighting movies. So like, I actually really am comfortable with painting with light, like extremely mm-hmm. comfortable. So like, I can look at the front of my house and be like, Oh, if I had a flood there with a blue and a thing there and a thing there, like I can just do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I can go to home Depot and come home and be like, Oh, this is easy. Cause I'll buy all their cheap floodlights and then just put gels on them. Cause I own all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's a little easier for me to light up the house. And of course, Christmas lights, which this year was extra easy because so People probably don't know this, but I decided that 2021 would be the year that I just had Christmas lights up the entire year. And I don't regret it, but uh, I bought really expensive Christmas lights because I wanted them to last. Uh, Note to self, um, a bunch of the bulbs are dead already. Like they're not meant to be run this long. Um, Yeah. But but you got to think of it this way. Like I spent like $55 on the lights, which Mm -hmm. is a lot, but they ran like three or four Christmas seasons. Yeah. Nonstop. But mm-hmm. they're, they're um, programmable. 
So I actually uh, just clicked a button on the app and changed them to Halloween. So now they blink uh, orange and green and uh, purple. That's so cool. Right? So I didn't even mm-hmm. have to change the the ones on the gutter. Yeah. So, but I'll probably have to buy new ones for Christmas time. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, I don't feel bad about it. Like I said, I use them way more than they're normally used. And I've, I've I, yeah. So <laughs> most of 2020 had the Christmas lights up too. Because the moment I heard other people were putting up Christmas lights to like show hope and solidarity, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm putting up my Christmas lights. Any excuse to put up my Christmas lights is the perfect excuse to put yeah. up my Christmas lights. So anyway. <laughs> But uh, yeah. So so you put up decorations mostly mm-hmm. like what 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 do you what do you have up this year? We have some ghosts in the trees. Ooh. And I usually like put up you know the fake spider webs over the real spider webs. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but I haven't done that yet because where I live I can't put that those up early because the squirrels will take them down. <laughs> so so I'll put them up like next week. Yeah. Um, and usually, I mean, that's pretty much it. I have just a couple of other things. I have a pumpkin, you know, yeah. um, I would do lighting. I mean, one of the reasons that I don't is because I don't have an outlet outside. So uh, it makes things really annoying. Yeah, it does. I, if I had like an outlet right on my porch. Sure. I just stick. It's just like, I, I like have to take the bulbs out of my light fixture and yep. all that stuff. And I just don't want to. So one well, see, and unlike you, I now have an advanced outlet. Cause I had, I had an outlet put in, in the backyard mm-hmm. and while they were doing it, I had them put a nicer outlet in the front yard. Cause I used to have like a really old crummy outlet. Mm-hmm. And now it's like a really nice, uh, three pronged two outlets. Like, so I like I'm maggoty with power in the front of my house now. That's nice. It's so nice. I love it. I really do. It's amazing how, you know, you really tell I'm 35 because I got amped about having uh, uh, pardon the pun about having uh, <laughs> new plugs put in outside. Yeah. So I'm sorry that that's you should get an electrician to put a plug out there. I will. I need an electrician to come and get a dedicated line for my uh, my water heater. Oh, it's yeah. running on a um, extension cord, which is not great. Yeah, but they that. said it was okay for right now. I don't oh. have any more money. People, it just keeps <laughs> like I just keep having to buy things like um, food. No, like water heaters. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know how that goes. Yeah, yeah. No. mine was much more expensive than yours, but you didn't even ask me how much mine cost, except like I told a, you, like a yeah, like a thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> No, but I totally like, told you. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, so I will eventually. I'm not even sure where I want to put a plug, like going on the side of the house or the back of the house or the front of the house. I would do the front of the house personally. Yeah, but it's going to look so ugly. Well, I mean, yeah, that's where it's tricky because, like, I was about to say, no, it won't. And then I was like, well, where they put a plug, was there just already was a plug. So it's forever been where there's a plug. Uh, yeah. Also, you have your house is um, at least... The way my brain says is it's longer on the front side than you have than it is on the side. Yes, it's right? extremely long. Wide, and my house yeah. is the other way, so I have very little front. Uh yeah. Um, so I probably will put it like on the side, but like near the front. Oh maybe. yeah, like right where you're kind of where your like porch thingy starts or whatever. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that would be like nice. That. I think mm-hmm. that'd be nice. As as long as you can access it from either the side of the house or the porch, mm-hmm. then I think you'd be golden. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. It's definitely, I, I learned that from having that electrician work done. I'd never hired an electrician before. Mm-hmm. And I learned very quickly 
The best thing in the world is to bundle all the things they're doing while they're there. It saves yes. you a lot of money. Cause it was like, I, I wanted him to come there to fix, uh, or to add an outlet in the backyard. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, that was like $210 or something. And then to have him run a cable across the, the attic to fix a light switch that went nowhere, literally right. the light switch wasn't connected to yeah. anything. We connected that light switch to a light fixture in my dining room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then to replace the front of the uh, outlet in the front yard, like that, that barely added and didn't even add another $200. Like, cause most of the money is for him to come to your house. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that's, that's where you, what you spend all the cash on. So definitely a good idea to like find as many things for that guy to do as you can. Mm-hmm. And it will be a guy apparently. Cause that is just, cause I'm that sexist that I said guy when, you know, the electrician could be a female, but it's probably, probably a man. It's probably a guy. It's probably a dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so before we get out of here, I, you know what I did last night? Mm-hmm. I watched, uh, the sci-fi channel original remake of slumber party massacre which uh i mean it's not really a sci-fi original it was made by shout factory and shout factory is the company that bought most of roger corman's film library Um, but they teamed with sci-fi to do it Mm -hmm. and it was pretty damn good good it wasn't great but it was fun and it was silly and um at first it was a little cringy (laughs) There were like a few, but then you realize that like some of the things they were saying were also jokes. Like they had a lot of jokes where people were literally saying like, you know, uh, uh, patriarchy and stuff like that. Cause they're in a slasher movie that like is traditionally a misogynist genre, Mm -hmm. but then those jokes paid off. Like it wasn't just preachy. They actually like, it actually mattered to the story. So then it worked great. I was like, oh, never mind. This is great. This is okay. totally good. Uh, the ending was a little eh, but but like it w- it also was not really like this is something that's fascinated me. Remakes are so weird because it used to be when you made a remake, you were remaking a movie. Now mm-hmm. it's when you're doing a remake. I guess that's more of a reboot than a remake Yeah, because reboot means that it's just the same title and maybe like a couple of the same elements and then yeah. that's it. So this one. Uh, had a driller killer, you know, a killer with a drill and his name was Russ Thorne, which that's all from the original movie, mm-hmm. but like they're in a cabin in the woods instead of in a suburban neighborhood. And like, there's a lot that's different <laughs> in that way, but it was really fun. So if you have the, if you have access out there to sci-fi or you can rent it on Amazon, which is what I did highly recommend watching the slumber party massacre remake uh, on sci-fi because it's uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a nice Halloween treat. I was very surprised how much I liked it. I was hoping I would like it. I'm a massive fan of the Slumber Party Massacre movies, and uh, I was not disappointed. So, have you watched anything spooky or no. done anything spooky? No, um, no. <laughs> I no. I started reading. I read a like a Reddit thread yesterday that was spooky. That's it. <laughs> That's that counts. That counts. What was it about? Um, it was, it was one of those where it was like some buddy, I can't. Once told me the world was gonna roll me. Exactly. (laughs) Um, no, it was like, um, one of those where like some dude, oh, some dude was an insurance adjuster. And, you know, when he's going over to a house, he, he like calls half hour before to just be like, Hey, I'm coming. Remember, like we said, like I said, we were I was going to come. So he calls the house. And this was, I guess, years and years ago because everybody had landlines. And 
um he it was like in the 90s he calls the house and he the, a person picks up but it's like really staticky and the person's basically just like hello like i can't hear you and like uh sounds like an older woman right and so he eventually is like let me just call you back calls back nobody picks up so he just goes to the house and he's like uh, i don't know he gets there and as he gets there um like a, a young woman is like pulling into the driveway and he's like oh you know i just called like whoever oh right he gets there and there's nobody home and he's like ah so he's waiting and then a younger woman pulls up into the house and he's like oh you know whoever like i tried to get in already like i'm the adjuster like i you know and she's like nobody's home like i just i'm just getting home and he's like i called someone and she's like okay no and oh right no and then then he's like it sounded like like an old lady and then she like gets all like quiet and she's like, I feel like we're we have a haunted house. Like they just moved in, and she keeps like I guess like seeing an older woman or something. <laughs> and so they go inside, and so she checks the phone to see like if there are any missed calls. And there are two. And the first, the second one isn't answered, but the first one was answered by somebody. Oh, uh... so there was someone in the house that answered <laughs> the phone. <laughs> I mean, for the record, I would lie like that if somebody asked me something and i felt like i could make it spooky i would do that in a heartbeat <laughs> well good Did I, who was that it was years ago there was somebody i think it might have been the at&t guy mm -hmm. or maybe it was the spectrum guy it was before that but there was somebody who uh rachel let them in mm -hmm. and then uh when they were leaving i like thanked them and they were like uh and they were like where's the lady and i was like what lady <laughs> They were like, the lady to let me in. And I was like, there's no lady here. And they were like, huh. And I was like, well, thank you for your help. And he was like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I should have never been given the power to be an adult. That's, that's a pretty good one, though. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can email us at thisshowisawkward at gmail.com or go to awkwardshow.com. Or whatever. See you next time.